G'day Raiders family, Berkey, and welcome to a fairly long hiatus for Berkey's top 10, guys. Apologies for not being uh, around, or I've still been around, but haven't been sharing, um, hopefully, my thoughts on how the Raiders have gone and going and will go. Um, so what, the last one of, you know, the last nine of 10. Um, so yeah, guys, just want to come back in today. Um, massive game, isn't it? Like, it's huge particularly at Parramatta, but I'm quietly confident, to be honest with you. And, yeah, so want to dive into top 10. Um, there's a lot to cover on this type of game. So I think looking at the game um, and starting off, I think the big one, it might just be very simple, is the kickoff. Um, so if I'm playing these games and having played them before, um, my preference, if we win the toss, is to kick off to Parramatta, not to receive the ball. Um, because you note, you note in these big games, particularly State of Origin matches, um, the first set of six is, is immense. The pressure's immense. Um, and the line speed of the side that is defending is critical and crucial and can really set the tone for the night. So if we can kick off the para um, and then belt them for the first five tackles and they're kicking, you know, from, say, their 20-metre line or 25-metre line, it, it's straight away a win because, you know, hopefully the back three of them getting the ball on the halfway or, or the 40-metre line and we're back into attack. And it just gets everyone involved, I think, um, in the defensive line instead of, you know, thinking about catching the ball and you've got three or four defenders coming at you and you're trying to get out. So always prone to a little a little bobble or a little mistake when you're trying to bring the ball out in that first set of six. So I think the kickoff, whilst it just seems such a simple issue, uh, can really set the tone for tonight, particularly in semis. Number two, I've gone for Dylan Brown and Sean Lane. So their left edge, which is our right edge, which is probably not our best edge in defence. So it's Jamal, um, it's, uh, it's Elliot, um, it's Matt Timoko uh, and it's Nick. So it's not our best defensive and particularly last time we played Parramatta, Dylan Brown really cut us to pieces attacking our left edge. So Jink out wide and he'd step on the left foot, really catching our markers and our middle and edge defenders not coming across quick enough to cut him off. I can see that doing a lot tonight. Now the thing with Dylan Brown and Sean Lane Nine times out of 10 when they're attacking, Dylan Brown will hit short lane with a short ball. So I guarantee you tonight, the first two or three sets of six Parramatta have an attack. When it goes to Dylan Brown, he's looking for Sean Lane. He's not going to be looking out the back for Clint Gutherson or wide to Opacek or Penasini, or that left centre is going to be. He's going to be hitting Dylan Brown. He wants Dylan Brown to get his nose through our defensive line, get an offload from there. But if he does get tackled, he wants him to hit the ground on his stomach quick play the ball, and he'll circle back to that short side as well. So we just got to be really mindful of that. That's going to be Parramatta's play all night on that left edge. He's trying to get Sean Lane involved some way. Later on in the game, you'll find that Dylan Brown will then go out the back behind Sean Lane and hit Gutherson or hit a centre, quick play the ball, and then Sean Lane and Dylan Brown circle around to the short side. So we've really got to be on our guard on that short side constantly, get up in numbers, um, and make sure that we're not having a staggered defensive line. Dylan Brown's a danger, um, but if you look back to last week, when we had to defend or our our game plan last week would have been, um, you know, real good pressure on Harry Grant, 
uh, Jerome Hughes and Cameron Munster. It's no difference this week with Dylan Brown, Reed Marnie and Mitchell Moses. So they're the three that we really have to hone in on and put a lot of pressure on. Number three, a lot's been made of it. Our bench versus their bench. Like our bench the last six, seven weeks has been pretty epic. Tommy, Emre, Corey and Sato, who's back, which is great, compared to uh, Makatoa, Jake Arthur, Kafusi, Niakore. Uh, uh, Obviously, the big talking points, Jake Arthur. I can't see him getting a game tonight unless there's an injury um, in the halves. And as we've experienced this year as Raiders supporters, when Ricky had a back on the bench, whether I think we had Shans for a couple of weeks and Shans had five minutes game time in like two or three weeks on the bench, Ricky never played him. I can see the same thing tonight. And in these big games, rotations are critical. So we've got four subs that we can rotate really well with the speed and the intensity and the physicality of this game. Parramatta are only having three on the bench, in my opinion, only three that could le legitimately take the field consistently and have rotation. Um, and they get an injury. I just don't know where they're going to play Jake Arthur, particularly if they have an injury in the forwards. So I think we've had a little win there. Not by our doing. I just think a poor coaching selection from, from Parramatta um, has really given us some really good grunt nippetus with our with our bench rotation. Um, number four, make Moses defend. So as we know, he was concussed last week. We really need to be working him over in defence. So, you know, he's right edge, which is our left edge. So our best attacking edge with Jack, with Hudson Young, um, with um, uh, Seb Chris. Uh, you know, so we've got a really big bodies there. So if Moses makes a tackle, the next ruck has got to be straight back at him. Work him over with two or three repeats in defence, because seriously, that concussion last week was pretty vicious, and he's gonna—it's going to be in the back of his mind. So we've got to make sure that we keep him thinking about it all night, and really work him over in defence. We can't just go to him then go back the other way. If there's an opportunity there where we can engage him in a in a low tackle or he needs to make a desperate low tackle, then we've got to make sure that we work him um, because that's just the gamesmanship and nature of the beast to win these games. We've got to think up here and make sure that we look for a weakness if there's one presented to us, and that's definitely a weakness tonight. Once again, number five, Moses' kicking game. So that sort of leads into then his attacking play. Um, if he's buggered and he's not thinking correctly or he's a bit fuzzy or he's still subconsciously thinking about last week, then we can really get under his skin with the kicking game. Now, he's their main kicker. They don't have any other kickers. Reed Marnie occasionally, but nine times out of ten, Moses is going to be their kicker. Dylan Brown rarely kicks. We're lucky we've got Jack left foot, Jamal Fogarty right foot, Tommy can dink him into the corner if need be. So we've got <coughs> excuse me, two or three options. And that's really, really important in these big games to have a really sound kicking game. Nine times out of 10, Moses does bombs, big bombs. Our kicks, Jack dinks them to the corner. Jamal does the high ones. Uh, and Jamal's kicking game last week was pretty epic in that he put them right on the gold line every time, which is brilliant. Jack does the dinks, rolls them to the corner. Our defence race up and really smashes Parramatta into those corners, which is so important to have those guys running out um, of those corners as much as possible. So if we can get to the Moses kicking game, uh, I think that's really going to open up a lot of opportunities for us. Our offloads. So last week, Melbourne hated second phase and third phase play. No different with Parramatta. You know, they've got big forwards. They've got Ryan Madison, Regan Campbell-Gillard, Jr., They've got uh, Oregon Kafusi when he comes on, Nia Cora, 
they're big men. They don't like doing second or third tackles in the in in the in the in the first set of six or on the first tackle where they've got to repeat um, and double up to try and get another tackle done because of an offload. I think if we can get some offloads happening with Corey Taps and Papa, um, it's just going to really start to tire Paramount tire uh, Parramatta out. So offloads are critical. Number seven, the crowd noise. Now, if you hark back to 2019, which was a famous night for Canberra, we beat South Sydney at home. We were basically in front all night and the crowd noise was immense. So tonight, away from home, 25, 26,000. It's really important if we can get a score early, whatever the score is, it takes a crowd away from the game. If Parramatta get their nose in front, um, you know, big crowd like that, it's worth six to 10 points if they get a bit of momentum. If we can get the crowd noise out and soften, you know, what's happening around us, uh, then it just can help us focus a lot more. Parramatta don't have the crowd involved, um, which acts like a 14th or 15th man. So if we can get a score early, it's going to really help our cause. Number eight, Upper and Taps versus Junior and Regan Campbell-Gillard. The thing I like about this matchup for us is the long minutes Papali and Tarpany have been playing. Paulo and Regan Campbell-Gillard, 15 to 20, they're going to be off. They don't play 40, 50, 60 minutes straight like Taps did last week. I think he played 45 or 50 straight, come off for 10, then was on for the last 20. Same with Papa. Last week he played at least 50 to 60 minutes of that game. Those guys for Parramatta don't do it. They play 45, maybe 50. And with the speed tonight's game's going to be, um, it's, it's going to be even better that our guys run for the longer minutes. So, yeah, that matchup's going to be really, really critical early that we win it. But even at the end of the game, you know, if it's tight, those last 15 to 20, having those guys on and fresh um, and playing long minutes can really set us up in the middle part of that game. Our back three. So this is where I think we have to get metres. You know, Xavier, Nick and Jordan. Gutherson, Sivo, Blake. So as I said earlier, our kicks to those three um, have to be on the ground. We can't give them a full wind-up or, or a full head of speed um, getting it back to our 30, 40 metre line. So our kicks have to be really good grubbers, or if we are going to bomb, they've got to be right on the try line that they stand and then waiting for the ball with us rushing through. But our back three need a lot of a lot more metres tonight. Um, Xavier's going to be targeted, no two ways about it. But Nick... And, and Raps, Nick's runs last week were fantastic. Raps got a little bit isolated a few times and couldn't really get some flow or momentum. Did some great runs, so get me wrong, um, but we need a lot more of, from our back three tonight. We need them, you know, running 100 metres just to get us on that front foot to get our attack happening. And, guys, number 10, it's an old saying, it's an old chestnut, don't think, just do. So there's no training. Tuesday. Well, there's no training Thursday if we lose tonight. So we just can't have if only, if only I'd tried that, if only I'd done this, if only I'd got to that position, if only I made that extra tackle. Just don't don't even think tonight. You just have to do it and put everything that we've worked incredibly hard for the, for the whole year, particularly the last couple of months to get us in this position. It'd be a real shame if we didn't put in a great performance tonight just by doing what we've been doing. So we just got to get out there play our game, forget what Parramatta are doing, just worry about ourselves and everything will take care of itself. 
So, guys, that's it for my top 10. What are we? We're three and a half, nearly just under four hours from kickoff, guys. I'm quietly confident, actually. I feel a lot better looking through the teams, looking through our structure, looking at the way we played last week against a really physical, good Melbourne side in Melbourne. Uh, I'm liking the matchups of our side tonight, particularly some of our strengths that Parramatta don't have around that bench, especially. So, guys, that's it for my top 10. As always, thanks very much for your support, guys. Apologies once again for not being on here earlier or sooner. Um, but as always, guys, this is Berkey. Bleed Green, out.